0: Listening to the best of Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. Be sure to catch our show live every Sunday on 1370 AM Austin. For information, archives, and upcoming presentations, visit our website at www.livingwealthyradio.com. What if there was a place where your hard earned cash could grow safely and sanely without being pilfered by bankers, Wall Street, tax collectors, or other persons of dubious character. A place where you could say no to the motion sickness-inducing ups and downs of the stock market. Where you didn't have to grovel on your hands and knees every time you wanted to borrow money from some tight-fisted banker who collects all your private data and then turns you down. Such a world sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? Well, it isn't. All you need to do is call toll free right now and ask for your Living Wealthy Financial Information Packet. It costs nothing and it will tell you exactly what you need to do to chart a more prosperous financial course and take back what belongs to you. So, do it. Call right now. 1-800-382-0830. That's one eight hundred three eight two zero eight three zero, or visit our website at www.livingwealthyfinancial.com. You'll be glad you did. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The info being presented does not consider your particular
1: financial objectives or situation and does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax advisor or legal counsel or other professional, and you should not use the information in place of a personal consultation regarding your specific situation or needs prior to taking any action based on this information. We believe the info provided is reliable, But we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.
0: Good Sunday, Austin. Welcome to Living Wealthy Radio with your host, Teresa Kuhn. Talk 1370.
2: Good afternoon,
3: Austin. You are listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard every Sunday at noon here on Talk Radio 1370. Streaming live at Talk Radio 1370 AM.com. I am Teresa Kuhn, your host and your bank on yourself authorized advisor, helping individuals, families, business owners just like you live wealthier by helping you improve your cash flow, increase your net worth, your retirement income, and the money you leave to your loved ones when you die without risk. If you're wondering how bank on yourself can help you get rid of banks, finance companies, credit card companies, grow your wealth without chasing risk, without being worried about what the economy is doing, what the stock market is doing, whether you have the right investment mix in your portfolio, or maybe you still want to participate in the stock market, but realize you need a better place to park your money, where you will enjoy a higher rate of return for your money cds savings accounts check out our website livingwealthyradio.com you can contact us there check out what we do check out all the testimonials from our many many happy satisfied clients request a free new york times best-selling book by my colleague and friend pamela yellen cd dvd free report or just give us a call and we'll we'll chat on the phone for a few minutes about your situation Check us out at livingwealthyradio.com. We are joined today by Tammy DeLue, also known as the Grouchy Marketing Lady. Tammy, are you there?
2: I'm here, Grouchy, in the house. Grouchy. And um, you know, the best part of waking up is is Pete's coffee in my cup,
3: which you have.
2: (laughs) Which I have. I have my Major Dickinson's coffee right here, savoring the delightful, nuanced flavors and uh and and saying it has been a long time since we have rock and rolled
3: I know since it's, we rock and rolled live huh
2: That's right I mean Snoop was getting really lonely without you there in the studio I'm sure That's what he was saying He was happy yeah, to see missed, me today Yeah missed your face but he's going to be gone for a little while isn't he?
3: Snoop yep. is going to be well. I, I guess you're a father now.
1: Yeah, basically, in, in, the, in, <laughs> the, in the in the utmost sense. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, on it, it's it's on the way. The,
0: the it's on physical,
3: the way. The physical, you know, manifestation of this child meeting this child that's coming any any moment. Yep. It could happen it's right here cup. this hour. Yes. You might that's get a phone call. Do you know
2: how to deliver <laughs> babies, Teresa? Do I know how
3: to deliver babies?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, Snoop's. Uh, the mother of Smith's child is not here in the studio. She oh, okay. is at home resting with her parents. So. With their
2: feet up, hopefully on pillows, and you know, letting all the just relaxing and letting the baby take its time. You know, and, some things take time to to uh, to do. And and today, Teresa, but before we start, we have a, we have a special guest joining us all the way from we Dallas.
3: Do we do? Yeah,
2: but before we bring on our special guest for today, I, I have to I have to rib you a little bit because. Now, a lot of you don't, a lot of you that know Teresa know this, that she is like what we would call a Beverly Hills princess. You know, <laughs> she, you know what? I take offense
3: to the Beverly Hills part.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's I, the Beverly Hills and part. And I think the princess, in California, too. California, well, you would be. Uh, she's the kind of person that would take a coach backpack if she went
1: you know, on a wilderness
2: thing. She would look for one somewhere. And find one you know and uh i you know, don't she, know
3: that that's true right
2: well I, come on you know, she recently went on and i I wish that you had filmed this honestly Teresa. i would love to see you in a kind of a camping communal uh, back to nature setting where uh they don't have plug-ins for the makeup mirrors they don't have a place to dry your you know your manicure off and stuff and you really had some hardships didn't you
3: I, I, we it was it was a challenge for sure. I have never been camping in my life.
2: Can you imagine
3: this? Never and slept you're like, in a tent. You're like old, and
2: then I really
3: never it. slept on the floor
2: oh my gosh.
3: or the ground or with bugs around me. Never, ever.
2: Well listen, you've been around bugs. If you you've been in Texas long enough, you cannot even walk to the grocery store without getting bugs in Texas. But bugs bugs are your friends. Okay, Camp,
3: so. Camping is is just a whole nother relationship <laughs> with bugs, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what Tammy <laughs> yes. what a parent wouldn't do for a child right and and right. the reason i went campy mom. was cuz it was a a uh really interesting explorer survivor warrior type of camp that we did for uh 5 days with my son and uh so that's that's what motivated Wait. me Did to- you
2: eat grubs and stuff like the uh, like bear grills and all you know the
3: we ate well, actually. We we ate, <laughs> it wasn't what I would consider healthy food, but it was good not. food. But of course
2: not. The whole foods is like, you know, probably 100 miles
3: away, right? <laughs> sure, sure. Whole foods. I don't even know if there was whole foods there. But it was in God's country. It was absolutely beautiful. My son said it best when he said, I hated it and I loved it at the same time. Um, they put our bodies through, heck, I came back bruised, sore, achy, full of mosquito bites. Uh, it was a trip.
2: <laughs> I just I wish we I want a picture of you with without your coiffure, you know, without your your stylish hairdo, because I would imagine sleeping in a tent on the ground probably messed your hair up a little bit.
3: Oh, Tammy, you have no idea. It I, was I want ugly. to
2: see these pictures. We're going to post them up on the, I swear, we'll post them on Living Wealthy Radio. No, there are no pictures. We, we took no pictures. <laughs> well, but you well,
3: know it was really funny? Well, the, it, it was surreal for me. It really was a very surreal experience. And I have <laughs> plenty of material to journal for many, many years to come, right? I bet experience.
2: so. And I hope that your son appreciated it. I know he did.
3: He he mm-hmm. actually, I think he, he did because he does. Before we got there, he said, "Mom, you're such a city princess. I don't know how you're going to
2: deal with this." And there were other girls like me there. So, we, oh no, and you were both, all discussing about like what were you, you know, how are you going to get a, How you should have put an extra clear coat on the, you know, the manicure.
3: We were discussing how disgusting the bathrooms were and how we didn't want to take showers. That's what we were chatting about. But uh, what was no. really interesting, one of the surreal experiences was being in the middle of nature and being in this little tent you know, in the middle of nowhere with all these tents around and hearing all these people snore. It was the funniest, most surreal. You know, in the middle of the night, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, just hearing snoring from, like, all these people. It was amazing. You sure, you, were,
2: you sure it wasn't bears?
3: Or? It could have been bears. There were bears. There's, we we were in Canada. It, there were plenty of bears out there.
2: Wow. Well, that's an experience. I mean, I, you know, of course, because I was always – a poor student, and I went all over the world uh, and, and had to to do that just as a way of, you know, being able to travel. You know, I couldn't afford the four-star hotels or anything. So I got used to the sleeping on the ground things. I had some interesting things crawl into the tent with me. Oh,
3: God forbid.
2: Including some East German guys, but we don't want to go there. No. Anyway.
3: <laughs> Tammy, this is this is a family show.
2: <laughs> well, that was, hey, it was through no fault of my own, trust me. Um <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, uh, it, we're, we, I'm really excited to have our guest on today because he has done uh, many webinars with me. As a matter of fact, he is my most uh, invited uh, webinar. Pr- Usually, I you, you know me after all these years, Teresa, I like to do one of webinars. They're pretty unique. I I have an endless list of people that want to do webinars, but Jim's actually done, and I, I said three, but I think it's four webinars now because we're going to do one on Tuesday. And I have people keep asking him to come back again and again, and um, you know he'll tell us more about his background and how he became so popular. You know, uh, and you can, you know, you've got a little bit of information on him as well, don't you? I much? do,
3: I do, and I I did research him, and he's fascinating. Before we have him live, though, I would chat. I, I would like to chat a little bit about uh, your marketing and your webinars because many of our listeners may not know too much about what you do.
2: Oh, I don't know too much about what I do either, but that's, you know.
3: Well, let's, let's talk about it. You yeah. you offer great content, great information, not only for business owners, I think information that can benefit anybody well, uh, that's I, I trying tried, to improve themselves.
2: Yeah, well, I, to, um, I started out in the financial services, obviously, niche. That's where I met Teresa and, uh, and the insurance um, niche. But also, yeah, there's anybody who does any kind of sales type, job or anybody who's looking for a job that needs to learn to market themselves. Because right, right now, Teresa, as you know, there, there there just aren't a lot of jobs out there. And In California, they're actually saying if the real truth were told about the unemployment situation and if, if they didn't manipulate statistics so egregiously as they do, our unemployment here would be close to 25%. So what I've found is a lot of these techniques, especially what Jim is going to come on and talk to us about today, are ways that you can differentiate yourself, ways that you can Make the odds more in your favor when you're going to get a promotion or a job interview, when you can learn to market yourself, because you got to realize you are the product. And uh, it doesn't matter what you do. If you're just going to your boss to ask for a pay raise, if you learn some of these techniques that I teach on the webinar and that Jim teaches through his um, uh, persuasion techniques, that you will you'll profit from them. You know, It, it could be even if you're a mom listening in and you just need to get your kids to do things if you can learn a few of these these techniques that we teach on the webinars, you know your bedtimes and things that you have to endure will be a lot better.
3: I, I totally agree. <laughs> so persuasive techniques work for employees, employers, business owners, salespeople, spouses, parents, children. My son's trying to get me to do something for him. He did.
2: He did. That. Oh, my gosh. He got you twisted. Oh. I learned his techniques for
3: you, you know what I'm making him do? Go research every sales closing technique out there and apply what he wants, uh, and present it to me with each different closing technique that's out there.
2: That is a perfect. You know, see, that's the really, and that's the kind of things Jim teaches too. When he, when he goes, uh, he speaks at a lot of different places, and he teaches salespeople to be better than they are. I and mean, even if you're a good, good, good closer, you can always stand to get better. And even if you were only able Teresa, to increase your success rate even five percent. You have made more money. Jim. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. And you know what I like about Jim? He, You know, everything we're talking about is completely with integrity. It's not about that's doing great. anything that's not with integrity or sneaky or uh, making people do something that they don't want. So, uh, it's not about
2: the government. No.
3: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so uh, do you want to uh, – shall I go ahead and um,
2: tell, tell share his Tell me about him because he won't toot his own horn.
3: So okay. All right. Well, mind. I will – Go ahead and introduce Jim Fortin, who has helped more people than any other hypnotist performance expert in Dallas. In addition to being a master hypnotist with more than 15,000 hours of hypnosis and coaching experience, Jim Fortin is also an author, uh, the owner's manual No One Gave You, that's the name of his book, and creator of Neuro Persuasion. He is also a platform speaker who addresses thousands of people a month at various venues across the united states he earned his undergraduate degree in psychology and political science from texas lutheran university in 1985 he's worked with the peak performance corporation atlanta and dallas and he was a senior hypnotist and instructor at the hypnosis institute in new york city from 1998 to 2001. he's a certified master hypnotist and a certified master practitioner of Neuro-Linguistic Programming. Uh, most recently, Jim has developed both the Zero-Effort Selling and Zero-Effort Performance Training Programs. Welcome, Jim Fortin, to Living Wealthy Radio. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you for the invitation today. You're very,
3: very welcome. Now, I'm looking at your picture. We have not personally met. Right. But you've got 15,000 hours of hypnosis.
1: Training, you don't yes, look- and use. And years. I mean I've done hypnosis for I think seventeen years now.
3: Okay. You don't look old enough to help.
1: I'm I you know, I say drink a lot of water. I think it's genetics and a lot of water. I uh, I'm forty six and most people will say you know, most people guess I'm in my mid thirties to to late thirties of even that. So I I am fortunate. When I was twenty one I got carted by the D P S for buying beer and the the trooper took my license and said, Son, this is the best fake I've ever seen and I was legal. I was 22, so I've always looked young. So.
3: Wow, that's that's great. You you water, water,
1: good. and for the men out there, water and moisturizer. There you go.
2: Water and moisturizer,
1: <laughs> and and who's not genes.
2: afraid of that? Some men are afraid of the M word, the moisturizer word.
1: You, you got to take care of your skin. I mean, I used to be out. I grew up a small town Texas farm boy. My mom always used to put sunscreen on me, so that's where I picked it up. You got to take care of the skin.
3: I bet you eat well too, and do some other things.
1: I was laughing at you guys earlier because I only eat from Whole Foods. When I you know, when I buy my food I only eat organic and I even read the labels at Whole Foods. And part of it part of it is we won't go on on onto it on this call obviously, but when I grew up I grew up on a farm and food this day and age is so bad for people. I mean the stuff that's in it. But I grew up completely organic. My grandfather grew all of our food as a kid and I was not happy with my parents because I wanted to get our food like normal people at the store. So I, uh, I assume that's part of it, also.
3: Absolutely. I when when we were at the camp with my son, I'm going to brag just a little bit. People were coming up to me saying, "How old were you when you had this child?" <laughs> and people were coming up to my son saying, "Is she your stepsister?" <laughs> so I I just love it because cause I think living healthy, right?
1: That's You're, just yes, yes, living healthy. I mean, I work with the mind, and I I've meditated since I was in college. I mean, my friends were out playing softball. I'd go meditate first and then go play softball. I mean, I've always been into, you know, Tai Chi, yoga, Kung Fu, martial arts, Aikido, eating well, and especially, I, I really believe this has done it. And I know that's, that's not the purpose of the call, but self-hypnosis and meditation. I mean, they're both medically proven to be effective, but those two things are life skills.
3: Well, our show is called Living Wealthy Radio, and it's not just about money. It's about lifestyle because you can have all the money in the world, but that doesn't mean you're going to have your health, right? You
1: have, you have no health, you're not wealthy at all.
3: You're not wealthy at all. So for those listeners that just heard you meditate and you're a hypnotist, and that may have turned them off, right? Because some people out there just really don't understand um, hypnosis. Can you bring it down to earth and take out the woo-woo part of it?
1: Absolutely, and before I do, I just want to segue here for for one minute. I was in a meeting uh, probably, I guess, about five years ago, maybe a little longer, six, in Austin with a gentleman named Dr. George Kosmetsky. Are you familiar with the name? No. Dr. Kosmetsky uh, was the dean of the Graduate Business School at the University of Texas, and he was also director emeritus at Dell Computer. I mean, he's been behind Michael Dell since since day one, and he cashed out of, of Dell with a fair amount of money, I should say, Yet he was in his 80s and had no health. So he had all this power. He advised five American presidents, had all this power, all this money, but no health. So I want to go back and at least recognize that I really appreciate what you're doing. Okay, so off the hypnosis, what most people do not know is that hypnosis is endorsed. uh, And I do not do clinical hypnosis anymore. But hypnosis is endorsed by the American Medical, the British Medical, the American Dental, the American Psychological, and the American Psychiatric Associations. All the medical schools, Harvard, Stanford, Yale, Columbia, they all endorse the efficacy of hypnosis. Uh, most people think hypnosis is the sideshow and, and the uh, the comedy show and all of that. Well, that is hypnosis. What most have never realized is that it, it, it has made its way into the boardroom. It has made its way into Harvard. I mean, even the AMA now recommends that all doctors have 100 hours of training in hypnosis prior to graduation from medical school. Plain and simply, what is hypnosis? I'll put it this way. The scholastic definition is bypassing the analytical factor of the mind and establishing selective thinking in the person you're talking to. The layman's term is this. When one person says something, another person believes it. They accept the suggestion with no critical analysis. So many people are, really, they don't understand what it is or the value. Even Stanford, the Stanford Institute of Mind-Brain Research, has demonstrated that the most effective use of hypnosis is pain elimination Women that use hypnosis prior to birth and have two-thirds less complications and are out of the hospital two-thirds quicker. People that have hypnosis prior to surgery use 90% less anesthesia than people who do not have hypnosis. Even Columbia did open-heart surgery in 2001, I believe, using only hypnosis as anesthesia. So to summarize all of this, what is hypnosis? It's quite simple, two aspects. One is power of the mind, and the other is what I teach, conversational hypnosis. How to ethically plant suggestions to lead your prospecting client where you want them to go, to increase your closing ratio and to cut down on your selling cycle. In a nutshell,
2: Tammy, you want to comment? Yes. That's it, and, and and he does it very well. And these things, again, ethical persuasion, I think, is the, the key here. Um, yes, people are out there that could learn this, to to and really, if they got good at it, they could do manipulation. What we're talking about here is not manipulation. It's incorporating a few simple phrases and techniques into your daily life uh, that will help you get what you want with less resistance or get what you need or help that other person get what they need, get them to where they, you know they want to be. You know, you can't really persuade someone to do something that they don't already really want to do.
1: Let me add there, Tammy, and, and that is that is key to my program, is people have said, well, you know, Jim, if you teach people how to persuade and influence unconsciously, how ethical is that? Well first I want to point out that everything in our world is persuasion and influence. I mean Crest is doing it all day long, Whataburger is doing it, uh Coach, the Coach Bags we're talking about is doing is doing it. Tylenol is doing it. Everyone is doing it because they want you to buy their product. So persuasion and influence happens all day long. What I teach people to do is obviously to be more persuasive because see, for example, Teresa, you know, we talked at the beginning of the call, well, I didn't talk, I listened. What about the makeup and all those kind of things and your image, right? So you have a certain physical image that you go to work with or you present yourself with, right? Yes. Do you ever meet clients and say, you know what? I'm wearing um, a nice outfit and I did my nails and I got my hair done because I'm trying to persuade and influence you to believe me and do business with me. You ever do that? You ever say that?
3: I never say that, but that's the point. Well,
1: yeah, that's, your that's image, one of the right? reasons
3: why I get dressed up, but it's, I think, my grooming habits, right?
1: Yeah, but you're trying to convey an image, right? You're wanting them to think something or believe something about you, right? Yes. Well, the definition of persuasion is tactics, strategies, and techniques, which are what I teach selling professionals, tactics, strategies, and techniques to lead their prospects and clients to a belief or to an action because that's what we want. So let me go back here very quickly when I said ethically. Most selling professionals, they really don't know how to lead their prospects and clients. And what happens as a result is their prospects and clients lead them around for weeks and for months. (laughs) So what I show people how to do is how to be more persuasive and more influential with their prospects and clients to get them to say yes or to get them to say no so that they can move on and do business with people who do want to use their products and services.
3: And putting it down to the context for our listening audience, it's not only prospects and clients, but again, employees, employers, um, clients, parents, children, spouses, correct?
1: That is absolutely correct. As a matter of fact, when people leave my full day training or they get the audio program, this is invariably what I hear from parents the kids people are fascinated by the material. Tammy said I've been on her show four times. It's not me, it's the material because people are fascinated about it. I'm one of only a handful of people in the entire country who teach unconscious persuasion and influence. As a matter of fact, if you google it, I'm the only one who comes up because nobody even talks about unconscious persuasion and influence. Yet 99, if research has demonstrated up to 99 95, sorry, 95% of all buying decisions are unconsciously made. So back to your question, when parents come to the program, the first thing they do is they take it out and the husband will use it on the wife or the wife will use it <laughs> with the husband, and they'll use it with the kids. And they'll first say, oh, my gosh, I got my kid to go to bed or clean up the room or stop complaining or whatever it is. So, yes, you can, people will use it anywhere and everywhere in their lives. Relationships, you can use it for dating, um, and I can give you some examples later, or at work. it it applies we go through our our entire day trying to persuade and influence people to do things I just make it easier for people
3: Jim, Tammy we're going to take a station break here this is Teresa Kuhn Bank on Yourself authorized advisor check us out at livingwealthyradio.com we are here today with Jim Fortin master persuader and trainer and he will share more in just a few minutes If you've just joined us, this is Teresa Kuhn, Bank on Yourself Authorized Advisor with Tammy Deleu and Master Persuader and Trainer Jim Fortin. And uh, we are discussing persuasion and ethical persuasion techniques that uh, you can use with your employers, your coworkers, your parents, your children. Um, techniques to ethically persuade those in your life to do, uh, you know, get get people to it's do. you're
2: every bidding? No, not really. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Anything and everything you want them to do.
2: No, no, you know, uh, no. But we we're, you know, we we've had an interesting. Jim and I've had these discussions many times about, you know, uh, the old uh, the old the vision that you get of somebody walking across. Yes, master. Yes. No, that's really not what we're talking about here. We're talking about. Uh, getting people to do what they really want to do, they just can't come to that decision place.
3: Well, and we all persuade every single day, right? We're always trying yep, to persuade day in, people. Day out. Jim, yep. you just have more effective <clears throat> techniques.
2: Tell us some. I want to hear a couple of things that an ordinary person can do,
1: Jim, okay. that
2: could make well, their life a lot easier when it comes to persuading.
1: Well, when Teresa techn techniques, there's two aspects to this, and I'll keep this very very quick. But the first aspect is foundational. Let's say that we're trying to persuade um and I'm, I've just got to give you real examples here so people in the call will understand. Let's say that we're in a sales appointment and we're trying to persuade the person across from us. Well, research has demonstrated there are six things that drive human behavior. One of those six, and this is conclusive, I mean, years of research has demonstrated this. One of the six is likability, meaning how much a person is like us, meaning similarity. That's why you see neighborhoods that aggregate with the same kind of, of people. You might have Chinatown, Little Italy, et cetera. So let's say in a business setting that you're, you appear to be very different from the person that you're attempting to sell. They are unconsciously predisposed not to want to do business with you because you are not like them. So an example here in Texas, I live in Dallas. This gentleman walked in, and I was looking at some air conditioners to, to put new, new units in. And he opened up his computer, and he had this, and I just looked at it because it's what I do for a living. He had this picture that he was holding a trout and a tank top, and he had a big, shiny gold Christian cross. Well, what if by chance I were Buddhist or Jewish or not religious at all? He immediately telegraphed to me unconsciously, you know what, you're not like me. So there are many unconscious aspects of things that either pull people in or push people away. And the second aspect that I teach are language patterns, things that you can say to people that plant suggestions. For an example, a pattern would be this, and this is a very simple pattern. Teresa, let me give you an example first. Have you ever said, you know, I'm not going to eat any more cake for a while. I'm going to go on a diet. You ever done that? Sure. Okay. And then what happens when you go to dinner, you're out for a nice dinner and you see some cake at the next table over or someone at the table has a nice juicy looking piece of cake. What do you start thinking?
3: I want that cake.
1: I want that cake. Then you get into an internal argument saying, I want the cake, but I'm not going to have it. I want that cake, but I'm not going to have it. Now, what happens the more that you talk about it to yourself?
3: The more I want the cake.
1: The more you want it, exactly. That's called compounding. It's the way that the brain works. So the more that we do things, the more that we want to do things. A very simple pattern. It's called a hypnotic language pattern. When I used to do hypnosis, I would say, the more that you listen to the sound of my voice, the more relaxed you will become. Well, what's presupposed there in that phrase? The more that you listen to the sound of my voice, they're going to listen, right? Because Mm -hmm. they're there to listen to me. So I, I put in the first spot, the more you listen to the sound of my voice, the more relaxed you will become. That's a language yeah. pattern. The more that you blank, the more that you blank. So how could you use that in business? People could I, say, well, go ahead. Sorry. I was
2: going to say, I have a way Teresa could use it. The more you hear about Bank on Yourself, the more you will realize what a great
1: program it is. Mm. Literally. Exactly. The more you learn about what we do, the more you're going to want to learn even more. The more that you look at what we do, the more you're going to realize that we are the solution you've been looking for. The more you compare us to other authors, the more you're going to realize that we do have the answer. So when I put the words down in that kind of phrase, in that order, the brain understands it automatically. So I know that you're talking about a book here, something people can download. Well, the more that you look through that book, the more that you're going to realize that we are the solution that you've been looking for. So what you've done is you've literally planted a suggestion because people follow suggestions. So you've told them what they're going to do. They're going to be more interested when they're looking at your book.
3: So if I tell my child the more you're going to read, <laughs> the smarter you will be or or the more yeah, smart yeah,
1: yeah. or absolutely uh, something like that or the or the, uh, the more notes you take, the more you're going to retain okay. what it is what I tell my audiences or you know, you could even use it, uh, a, re- a reverse, uh, that's called an association. A reverse association would be this. The more that you, negative behavior, the more that you, negative state. So the more that you put off doing your cleaning your room, the harder it's going to be on you later. The longer you take to do your homework, the more difficult it's going to be later. In business, the longer you take to make a decision, the more money you're going to lose. For what you do, the longer you put off getting your finances in order, the more risk you put your family at,
3: but it's got to be something that your audience or your your child or your spouse or your parent wants, right? If my son doesn't care about good grades, then he could care less whether he reads or, or takes notes, right?
1: Okay, let me, very good question there. Yes, well, yes, first, but no one's going to be in a sales presentation or trying to persuade to do somebody, trying to persuade somebody to do something they don't want to do. I mean, your most unethical of salespeople people may be attempting to do that, but your professional selling people, they're there, and the fact that they're there means that the person is already interested in what they have. The door's already open. Now we just need to go ahead and close the deal.
2: Uh, That could be something like if you're a parent, you could say something like, uh, you find out what their their soft spot is, or like the more you put off your homework, the fewer play dates you're going to have.
1: Yeah, you can play takeaway. Play, you know, place scarcity, which is actually uh it's a negative association you're 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 tying what they're doing you're it's called linking it's a neural associative condition you're linking what they're doing to the consequence or to the desired or undesired state, but that's just one pattern of many I could have another pattern i when I started this call, I could have said, you know teresa, I could tell you that this will be the most perfu- this will be the most powerful persuasion technology you've ever discovered. You know, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let you discover it for yourself as we go through the call. Very simple phrase there. When I said I could tell you blank, but I'm not, what did I just tell you? I told you anyway, didn't I? Right. Now, the second part of it is I'm going to let you discover it for yourself. That's a very, very important phrase because no one likes to be told anything. Yet when we think we discover something for ourselves, we believe it more. If I told you you could increase your sales by at least twenty five percent when you go to my program, or I said, you know what, when you go to my program, if you're like most people, you're going to discover that you can increase your sales by at least twenty five percent. I'm telling you the same thing. What matters though is how I tell you. The first way I'm telling you, the second way I'm planting a suggestion. We tend to believe what we think we we think ourselves.
3: Tammy? Repeat what he just said in a for for a parent because you and I are both parents. Oh yeah,
1: for
2: parents. What, kids hate to be told what to do. They're the worst of all. So you what you have to do something like uh, like. Uh, I can know, help you
1: with that.
2: Yeah, you know you know Cindy, I could tell you to clean up your room right now, uh, or you're or you're going to have you know you're not going to be able to find your Nintendo or something. But I'm Yark. not going to say that. I'm not going to tell you that
1: or I could tell you, you know, you could tell you could tell a parent, you know, I could tell you that if you don't do your homework, it's going to be a lot harder on you when you you get to class tomorrow. But I'm not going to do that. I'll let you discover it for yourself.
2: Find out for yourself, baby.
1: Powerful. Now, yeah, yeah, exactly. But we're we're leading people with suggestions and I want to point something out for parents on the call here. The biggest mistake and I'm not a parent, so I don't give parenting advice. I don't give any advice. I just give suggestions. The people have said, "Jim, you should teach parents how to use this." The biggest mistake that parents make—my parents made it—so I see the mistake in my own life—is that when 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 kids are really small, up until the time the analytical mind de- develops, the conscious mind, which is about the age of eight or nine, parents are used to telling their kids what to do from a commanding position. After the age of eight or nine, the conscious analytical mind develops. This is all neurological and just brain stuff. What happens though is they get older. Parents never talk to their kids like human beings. They still command their kids. Well, what happens is is when kids get older, you can't command them anymore. That's why they rebel. You you, you have to talk to them. You can't command. But yet many parents command their 12 and 13 and 14 and 15-year-olds, and the kids are now analyzing. When they're young, below the age of 8, they cannot. It's a brain function. They can't analyze That's why if you see two little boys in the playground, one little boy says, you're stupid, they're five years old, the little boy cries. But if you see two 12-year-old boys and one boy goes, you're stupid, the other boy will go, no, I'm not, you're stupid, because he analyzed what was said. So that's the biggest mistake that parents make is that after the age of eight or nine or ten and they're on up, they, they command their kids instead of talking to their kids, and that's why the kids rebel.
3: Jim, I think that is so worth the price of admission today for any parent yes, who's listening to the call today. I, I mean,
2: I already have it with my ten-year-old. Jim, honestly, she's extremely analytical already at ten, and she can well, pick apart anything I tell her.
1: A psychologist said, I guess, as about seventy years ago, give me a child till the age of eight, and I will own him for a lifetime. The reason that that is left side of the brain, right side of the brain, conscious mind, and unconscious mind. The unconscious mind is with us since birth, before we even come out of the womb. The analytical, I mean, the, the, yeah, the analytical left side of the brain, the conscious side of the brain, the side of the brain listening to me now on this call, everyone listening say this makes sense, that really didn't come into play till about eight or nine. So anything you say to a kid, that's why we become like our parents many times, unfortunately. <laughs> Anytime you say anything to a kid, a young kid, it goes right to the unconscious mind and it's believed. That's why if our parents are Catholic, we're Catholic. If they're Jewish, we're Jewish. If they're Republicans, we're Republicans, because we learn it unconsciously. Go ahead. So right.
3: let's talk about this for a moment uh, with regards to partners in our in our you know intimate uh, relationships. Sure,
1: sure.
3: So give me some examples here.
1: Okay, well the examples would be first off I'm going to tell you something. This is ten times worth the price of admission to this call. One of the biggest things that I see people they do not do, and this is this is something I teach in the full day program and in the audio program, but everyone on this call gets this. Teresa, what happens, let's say that you're just not in a good mood, something, you know, you had a flat tire, you got rained on, your Gucci bag got, you lost your <laughs> Gucci bag, okay? So what happens if you come home and your husband, are you are you with a partner or anyone at home?
3: I am, yes.
1: Okay, so what happens if you come home and that person is all bouncy and bubbly and you're not in a great state, and they're like, get over it. What's your reaction? I, well, it
3: typically doesn't deal. happen, but die. my reaction would be, you know, uh, I'd I i I'd probably growl back.
1: Literally, okay. Now, let's look at it this way. What if you came home and the person said, oh, my gosh, you know, what happened? I I completely understand. You know, you're upset, and if I were you, I'd probably feel the same way. Now how do you respond?
3: He just met me where I was at emotionally, and I feel connected to him.
1: Well, that is what actually I call this entire concept. It's called pacing in neurolinguistics, but I call it meeting people where they are. This here will change your life, just from this call. If you think, when I meet people, the first thing I think is this, where are they mentally? Because I'm going to be where they are mentally. Because if I'm in a separate place, I am then what's called mismatching them. When you meet people where they are mentally, you pull them in right away. Make sense?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Completely. So in your in your relationships, we have a phrase in the house, if something's not going well, then and, and we have a phrase, you're not meeting me where I am, you might want to try a little harder. And we say that kind of jovially, but when you meet the person where they are, it literally just diffuses them instantaneously.
3: And, and I use that phrase. I, I have not um, listened to your course, but that is a phrase that I use, which somewhere I learned it, but uh, it, it is it makes perfect, perfect sense. Because if you're on a different wavelength, you're not going to be able to communicate.
1: Not at all. And, and then persuasion and influence never happen.
2: I was going to say, right now, Just I mean, we can talk to Jim for hours. You can obviously see that he's a very bright guy and has a lot to say. That's why I'm having you on Tuesday on my webinar. But so before we get carried away, can I just tell people that they can listen and hear more of this great stuff
3: Absolutely. on
2: this webinar? Um, I'm going to post it onto the website at livingwealthyradio.com after the call. But I'm also going to tell you that if you go to tinyurl.com, okay, tinyurl.com, forward slash neuropersuasion that is where you can sign up for Tuesdays, um an hour long with Jim will give you some great examples from his uh all of his years in, in doing this and you're going to walk away. I guarantee if you go to this you will walk away with at least one or two things you can use right now to just make your life better so it's tinyurl.com forward slash neuropersuasion and you know Jim what Jim teaches is a way for people to also get wealthier. And, and we've been talking about parenting and relationships, but Jim, yeah. how are people using this in their everyday lives to to, to get to draw more um, wealth to themselves?
1: You know what I mean, Tammy? Tammy, first off, spell let's we'll spell neuro persuasion. It's a tiny a n t i n y u r l dot com forward slash neuro n e u r o persuasion. One word, neuro persuasion. Um, back at, earlier in the call, when we started the call here, you were talking about the economy and how to protect yourself and this, that, and the other. I posted on Facebook a couple of days ago. Somebody posted something, and they were saying how bad the economy is. And I said, to me, it's not really a matter of how bad the economy is. What matters is where I am positioned in the economy. Because you know what? If I'm selling gold and silver right now, I would okay. be making a fortune. So when it comes to persuasion and influence, what matters is how you are positioned across from your prospect and client, because that will make all the difference in what they do.
3: You're you're absolutely right. You know, this past week, well, the past couple weeks, uh, my practice is bank on yourself. It is safe money strategy. Uh, In my opinion, it is completely uh, what every man, woman, family, business owner needs as foundation for their finances my clients are positioned so well to weather what's going on with the economy and and to weather what's going on with the markets they're very very happy now if they've got investments in the stock market that's with someone else that's you know another issue but as far as what the how we are we have positioned to their assets they're in a great place but it's also they're also in a great place mentally to take advantage of the fantastic buying opportunities that are out there,
1: which you know.
3: In this economy, it is a mindset. It's where you're positioned, just like you said.
1: How am I
3: positioned in the economy?
1: It's all positioning. And I want to even want, you know, for, for the purpose of our call, what you just did is you told me what I would rather you do going forward as you learn this material. Instead of just telling me what you told me, I would rephrase it something like, you know, Jim, You know, I don't expect you to believe me yet because you don't know me. But the more that you get to know know me, the more you're going to realize that all of my clients, you can ask any one of them, and they would tell you that they're better off as a result of doing business with me. Notice how I put it now on third-party validation as opposed to me telling you. Ask any of my clients. They'll tell you. So by even saying that line, you're not telling the prospecting client. If you ask a third party, they would tell you as opposed to me telling you. We believe third party over first party any day of the week.
2: True, true. And I I want to do business with Teresa right now just because she said that, Jim, I'm
1: telling
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what are a couple of other, I know we don't have a lot of time, but what are a couple of other uh those six, uh things that we were talking about, a couple of other key points?
1: Small things. Gonna... Let, let, let's actually refer to, and this is a very small part of my program, but let's look at, for example, Robert Cialdini. He's the one who's done research for 30 years, behavioral research, determining what drives human behavior. Six things. This is something that most people miss, and this even goes back to, to, to ancient wisdom. And this is something that I see most people miss. In this economy, Teresa, uh, what do many people start doing? What happened in 2008? This, this will demonstrate the whole point. What did the banks stop doing in 2008? Lending money. Lending. So what they did is they hoarded everything, right? Right. And then everything started collapsing. Everything started actually imploding around that. That is one of the biggest mistakes that most people make in, a, in an economy like this, is they start hoarding everything. Now people should be expanding and growing, not hoarding. So what do I mean with children these concepts? One of the things that drives people is this. Teresa, if I took you to lunch today and I bought lunch, we go to lunch next week, what would you be inclined to do?
3: Buy you
2: lunch.
1: Buy lunch. Would you sit there and debate for 30 minutes? Should I buy lunch? Should I not? Should I buy lunch? Should right. I not? Or would it just feel natural to buy lunch? Feel sure. so natural. Well, that's called the reciprocity principle and that when people generally do things for us or give things to us, we feel naturally inclined to reciprocate, to do something for them. In this economy, people start cutting back, saying, I'm not going to do this for my customers, I'm not going to do that. They are actually shooting themselves in the foot. What you should be doing now is giving people things even more, because now they're going to, be more, they're going to feel more compelled to do business with you, even in this economy. So the big tip here is reciprocity principle. Get out of your hoarding mode, because what people are doing is they're contracting. And what they're doing is they're shutting off their supply. You must expand. And that's a very simple thing in business. You can give very, very high-quality free reports. You can give it, whatever here's, – here's what I call my students. They'll say, what do I give people? Well, it's really easy. What will create more value in your life that's affordable to you or free but yet is more valuable for them? Very simple. Does that help?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just thinking of it. That's blowing me away there, okay? That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Give. Yes. Like our just free report yes. that you get by going to livingwealthyradio.com.
3: How about the free book? The free family book. Yellen's best-selling book. People, you know, my clients, I'm constantly giving them books. I've got a whole library of books that I share with my clients. And my business is booming, so I'm not feeling that uh, the need to buckle down because mm-hmm. I've got uh, business is just great right now. Um, but even when business wasn't great, when I was starting out, I somewhere learned. You've got to give. Um, so I, you, I, I've i lived, the principle you're talking about right now, I live it every single day.
1: I have a friend of mine. She owns a real estate company in North Texas. That's the second largest here. They, they, she does 10 figures a year in sales. And she goes, I built my company. And this, is, this really is persuasion and influence also. Everything you do is persuasion and influence. But she goes, I built my company on four things. And I see this day in, day out with her. And she's thriving. Love. Care, concern, and giving. People listening think, "Well, what a you know big deal? Love, care, concern, and giving." But what I ask people is, how many people actually get into that on a daily basis? Loving your clients, caring about your clients, giving your clients, and being giving to them and being concerned about them genuinely, not because of what it brings you, but what it creates for them. Complete paradigm shift for a lot of people. Mm,
2: love it. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely
1: love it. So,
2: what else do we have that's good that people can walk away with? Because I do away, want to go to the webinar on Tuesday, but you know.
1: We'll save some stuff for the webinar. Well, there's a lot of stuff. The webinar is going to be completely different, completely methodical. I will walk people. uh, Okay, I'll get the takeaway here, but I'm going to walk people in the webinar completely through how people unconsciously decide to buy. One more thing here. So you asked for another takeaway here. This is something that most selling professionals miss. See, most people try to sell features and benefits and reasons and rationality. That's not what people buy. That's all left brain. Up to 95% of all buying decisions are unconsciously made, which is right brain left side of the brain is analytical, rational, it's the seat of short-term memory, and it's the seat of willpower. Right side of the brain, the unconscious side of the mind is simply illogical, it's completely unconscious, illogical, and it actually is a seat of long-term memory. What does this mean to people listening? People do not buy features and benefits. They buy what they imagine about features and benefits. Very subtle difference there, yet a foundational shift for most people. You want to move people, do what Walt Disney did. Get people to imagine, because the unconscious mind works on fantasy. It works on animation. That's why kids love cartoons, because they speak to the right side of the brain. So take all your presentations. No longer are they all left-brain analytics. Graphics, they're right brain. The person can grasp right away, metaphorical and through imagery, what you're telling them. That's what people buy. So one phrase here. This is a big takeaway for people on the call, and I'll give this. We'll talk about this on Tuesday on the other call, when you want to get people into the right side of the brain, which is the side of the brain that buys, you simply say, instead of saying, Teresa, I can help you protect yourself, I could say, Teresa, just imagine that you are fully protected and in a safe place. When I say just imagine, you must shift cortically from left brain to right brain to do what I ask you to do, which is imagined. The unconscious mind does not have a difference between real and imagined. And the more that you have people imagine something, the more real it is to them. Does that make sense? Wow. Yes.
2: And definitely. that could be dating, too. You could use that as a dating line. You know, just imagine how great your life would be if you went out with me.
1: Now, or how much more secure you're going to be because I can't offer you you know, security. <laughs> that one little phrase that I gave you, you could use in seduction. The more that you look at me, the more you look into my eyes, the more you're going to want to kiss me.
2: So <laughs> great. We're giving him great, you know, what a great information. You know, I told you he was full of good information. Too. He, he's fantastic. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: glad you're I'm glad you're enjoying it. Hopefully the listeners are taking notes and starting to use this material. More than anything, dig in, start learning. I've taught this to thousands of people all the way from Wall Street to Main Street. My students have been to every program out there, and they will tell you this program is different simply because it's all about how people buy. And Once, how can oh, they
2: um, – Find out, Jim, though, about the next one that you're doing. You do some live things in addition to what we're doing on Tuesday. How can they? Is there a
1: website? Nothing live. Nothing live right now. I've been working five months. I'm launching a mindauthoritynetwork.com site. It launches in beta tomorrow. You can go to my website, mindauthority.com. You can follow me there. I will be launching a full network site.
3: What does that mean? A full network. What does that mean? I'm sorry. What does a full network site mean?
1: meaning I'm going to start with 90 videos, breaking down every bit of this material. You come to the membership site. It's a monthly membership fee, and I will teach you anything and everything from A to Z when it comes to sales, marketing, advertising, and sales conversion. Plus, I have seven experts with me. I have Shana Kabani, international social media expert, Howard Berg, world's fastest reader, Ron White, national memory champ. Katherine uh, Hatcher, Image Consultant, Drew Cannoli, the next the next Jack LaLanne, Peggy Dean, Coach to American Presidents, all on the site contributing monthly content. And, and Grouchy,
2: you never know. Grouchy may show up there. Grouchy know.
1: may show up a time or two also. But I, I, I bring <laughs> world-class experts to help people in their personal lives and to grow their businesses.
3: Jim fantastic show thank you so much for sharing the webinar hosted by Tammy DeLue grouchy marketing lady featuring Jim Fortin's fantastic information you can go to tinyurl.com slash neuro spelled n-e-u-r-o persuasion it is on Tuesday August 23rd at uh 1 p.m central time right Okay.
2: Yeah,
1: and is, that, is that tiny or a tiny URL? Okay. A URL?
2: Tiny tinyurl.com, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com. Okay. Dot com. Got it. Okay. Thank and,
1: you for having me on. Oh, well, oh, it
2: was wow.
3: our pleasure. We we will need to have you back because <laughs> it sounds like there is just so much information that you've got to share with our audience. And, again, it's not just about selling. Um, it's about persuading those in your life to do um, what's good for them in many, in many times, right, many instances. Yes. Yeah.
1: To make your life easier.
3: Make your life easier and done ethically with integrity. Yep,
1: absolutely. And
3: um, listeners, hey,
2: Teresa, I just thought of something there real quickly. Uh, if you have a spouse that wants to do bank on yourself and one that doesn't, then we could teach to this, this to those, the spouse that's you know having trouble with the reluctant spouse.
3: With the reluctant spouse, yeah. Right. And every every now and then we do we do have a reluctant spouse, <laughs> um, but we you know we love on them. And you know what you said earlier <laughs> about the the real estate professional. We love on our clients. We care. We give. Uh, It's about educating. Check us out at livingwealthyradio.com where we do give free report, free CD, DVD, uh, Pamela Yellen's best-selling book, Bank on Yourself. We have a whole library of books, actually, we share with our clients. For free, we give because we know it's all about the education. The more educated you are there you go. about bank on yourself,
1: <laughs> the better decisions you're going to make for you and your family.
3: Beautiful. Thank you, Jim. Perfect. Beautiful. Perfect way to end the show. <laughs> God bless everyone out there. Have a fantastic Sunday. Thank you. Thanks, Teresa
2: and Jim. Thank See you. Thank you. Tammy, Take Jim, care.
3: This is Teresa Kuhn.